Welcome to Blood Taps, your ultimate True Blood Rewatch podcast, where we sink our teeth into an all-new episode every Thursday. We're your hosts, Ashley and Fawn, so grab your favorite AB positive, and we'll meet you at Merlot's. especially moving on into the other episodes since we've already little watched a little bit ahead. I don't know. Some of the things, I definitely do not trust Marianne. No. And now, like, I don't know how I feel about Daphne, to be honest with you. Right. Let's go ahead and just, do you want to just jump into where her and Sam fling? Yeah. So they're still swimming around in the pond where we left them in episode three. And they're just, like, having this weird conversation about how being in the lake that they're in is, like, the beginning of time because it's so quiet. And they're just, like... Yeah, I don't know if she's, like, convincing him to move. Right. Because she kind of questions, well, why do you even like it here? There's right. nothing to do. Like, why don't you move to a city? What Like, there's just, like, ignorant people here. Right. And he has to, like defend why he likes he's like people like to drink it's not that bad well he's like well once they find somewhere they like they don't go anywhere else so thanks for patting my pocket pretty much (laughs) yeah i mean true he's kept his business afloat yeah but i like i like when she goes i've seen boy parts before sam and this water isn't exactly okay and i'm like (laughs) oh okay he's just trying to be nice yeah and they get out to go get well, she offers to go get pancakes with Sweet him, potato pancakes. Which, that's gross. You it, crossed the line. It's at a 24-hour truck stop. Yeah, those aren't sweet potatoes. <laughs> like, I can't tell you what they are, but they're not sweet potatoes. It's whatever they just didn't sell throughout yeah. the day. <laughs> it's carrots, in reality. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess they go their separate ways, because they don't see them eating pancakes. But the only thing is they're so civil, when literally the time before, he's like, you're short, Daphne. You're going to have to pay it. And she has to give him all the tips for the night. Right. And then now they're almost fucking. They're just like swimming around each other in the, the lake being like, ooh, are we going to do it or are we not going to do it? Which, if it was me, I would just be like, oh, somebody else is coming. I right. was actually getting out, by the way. So Yeah, actually, I was going home mm-hmm. right this moment. You don't need me to be here. Yeah, yeah the whole thing is weird. Mm-hmm. And the next time we see them is at Tara's party. Being very flirtatious. Yes. They're feeding each other cake. Uh, They're, like, making out in Sookie's grandma's kitchen, which is weird. Yeah. And he goes to tell her, like, I have to tell you something. And she's like, I already know who you are. Yeah, which is hella creepy. It's so creepy. And then leads him outside. Yeah. And that's it. But I don't know if that's, like, them or the influence of Marianne, because everybody's just fucking. Everybody is fucking, including Tara and Eggs. People are shoving food in their faces, like cake. One woman eats dirt. Yeah, she's like rolling around in it, and those guys like fight over her. It's a whole big thing. So I honestly don't know if I... Well, thinking back, I don't really remember Daphne. Right. So I feel like, what if she's like Eggs and kind of like a puppet? Like, oh. she, she just happens to come in town, or like, a little bit before Marianne shows up. Right. And oh, she just kind of comes out of nowhere and 
somehow this like perfect thing for Sam. Right. And I feel like with he's he told has he told Marianne that he was leaving? I don't know if like when she was in the bar so. or I don't know who he told that he was leaving, but I thought that was like her way of like I feel like Daphne could be kind of like an egg situation where she's kind of a puppet. Definitely. To keep him in town? Or maybe I'm wrong, because when I think back to when we watched it live, I don't remember Daphne at all. I don't either. I don't remember. I literally remember nothing about her character. Yeah. But we also only remember stuff from season right. one. <laughs> True. So that's just weird. Now, like, after Marianne, and I don't trust eggs, and I don't trust Mm-mm. that whole situation, now I'm kind of like... Like, paranoid. I'm like, right. oh, I don't trust her. She's not good for Sam. <laughs> Get out of here, Get Daphne. Get out of here. Well, because she has the scratches on her back. And mm-hmm. when we're at Tara's party, which we'll kind of jump back to, but, like, Marianne at the end is, like, vibrating, and we see those claws come out. Mm-hmm. And that matches with Scratch, Sookie, and Daphne. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. Like, maybe it's her way of possessing people. Yeah, I think she has a weird, like, I, obviously she can has the power right. of influence. As she kind of shows multiple times through these parties where right. she kind of sets the tone and can influence people's actions and Overindulgence. feelings. Overindulgence. Yeah. yeah. I thought she was like going, making people go through the seven deadly sins, but oh. not quite. Just sex. Just a Just lot of sex. sex and food. Mm-hmm. Just gluttony. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, maybe she's a glutton demon? That's a name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear us figuring it out live here, people. Yep. She's a glutton demon. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess we should go to, do you want to just talk about Tara since we kind of fits yeah. into this really well? So poor Tara. Yeah, it's her birthday. And she says she cries at every single birthday. She goes, I'm used to it. Just having sad birthdays. Oh. How did they, oh, she did say she was moving into Sookie's. I'm like, yeah. how did they, but how did they know where Sookie's was? Because Marianne, man, she just knows. Yeah, because they showed up with, first off, intruding. Yes. I don't know. Like, they creep outside the window to make Mm -hmm. her, like, scared. And then, like, surprise, we bought you cake and a present. And she goes, don't worry, we called all your friends. None of her friends came. I mean, Sam ends up up there later. Sookie's not there. Lafayette's not there. It's just the town people. We called all your friends. Bitch, you don't know any of my friends. Yeah, you don't know no one. Mm-mm. Yeah, so they show up with all of this stuff, and Eggs is like, I'm going to make you have a great birthday. And Tara obviously doesn't go to work, but during the shift of our lots, her mom shows up with yeah. a present for Tara. And she's like, oh, you and Tara aren't together anymore to Sam? Yeah. And he hand-delivered the present, which Marianne threw, threw away. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cruel. She said, no, no, no. Not here. Not in this house. Mm -hmm. It is not going along with my plan. I just feel like she's grooming Tara. Definitely. With not only her own influence, but like Egg's influence. And I can't remember why. Like, I can't remember why those two. Right. Uh, I don't know. There has to be, she has to be some sort of like goddess or god or like some sort of deity. I feel like, didn't we talk about that when she was showing Tara that mural of that the god God. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well hopefully we find out soon because I'm like what is wrong what if she tricked everybody be like haha I'm Pan (laughs) and you're like oh oh shit yeah (laughs) and oh there is a part about the pig about that Annie song uh we do see uh a dead woman's body in an autopsy room 
and Kenya and Butter in there with the coroner, and she has the same scratch marks on her back, and they're like, she was paralyzed, and her heart was ripped out. It was Miss Jeanette, right? It was Miss Jeanette. Yeah, and then Andy walks in, and he's drunk, and he's like, you have to tell me more about this pig in me report, because I saw a pig in a dollhouse. And they're like... And they're like, you're drunk. You're yeah. drunk. <laughs> and they take his badge. They do. Which, <sighs> I mean, I agree with. Yeah. He's always <laughs> drunk. Again, I'm still feeling bad for Andy. Yeah. Um, and as you can tell, is it this episode where Sam is like, we gotta kick you out, even though, like, he's mm-hmm. the only one in the bar? Oh, because he keeps trying to order more drinks. Right. And, um... And that's where Sam learns about Tara's party, because Arlene is like, can't we close early? I want to go to Tara's party. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? Tara's throwing a party? Yeah. And he goes, why well, go home when my mom and sister are just gonna tell me how much of a <laughs> failure I am? You're like, yeah, you are kind of a failure. Family Andy. sucks, <laughs> but, like, you can't live here. Yeah, you can't stay at Murlocs. Sorry. Oh, I feel so bad for Andy. Yeah, he doesn't get a redemption arc, I think, ever. Like, I think Andy just always has shit thrown at him. I feel like when, does Bud die if he becomes the sheriff? Oh, maybe. I feel like, I maybe not, like, a full season, but I think right. he, this is just a low point for Andy. I think he gets gotcha. better. It always gets better, kids. So. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> it always gets better. Just go get drunk and stare at some police reports and then go to a party and show some cake in your face and you'll be fine. Yeah, but Tara and Eggs, back to at their party, oh, yeah. grinding on each other? He's like, Tara, you're such a good dancer. And I was like, mm. And he goes, anyone like you should dance every day. And I'm like, is she really Doing a great job. She's just kind of <laughs> swinging it back and forth. I mean, I get it. Sometimes you just gotta sway. But I was, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe you're a good dancer. Maybe. Teach his own. Yeah. But Eggs is loving it. And they're grinding it out. And then go upstairs to have sex. In Sookie's room. Well, it's gonna be her room. Still. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. And I don't know why she didn't be like, I should probably tell Sookie that I'm having a party at her house. Yes. She hadn't even, like, officially moved in. No, it was her first day. Yeah. Because Sookie and Bill were going to Dallas the day that Tara showed up. And Sookie is like, I have a present for you. And gives her a picture. This horrible. Horrible. The picture is of Tara, Sookie, and Graham. And Graham literally looks like they photoshopped her face all to hell. Like, it doesn't even look like a real person. Like, they took... What they thought the CGI right. version of Grand looked like, it put it in this picture. Like, why didn't you just take a picture of the grandma and, like, the two girls? Yeah, they had to have actors playing young Sookie and young Tara. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. They woke up and chose violence <laughs> today. And then, instead of saying, like, oh, I love you so much, Tara, this is just not a good time, Sookie goes, I miss Gran. Yeah. So this present was for you. He's like, I'm, she, I miss her so much. <laughs> Here's your first piece of furniture in this house. I know you don't have a bed, you don't really have anything, mm-hmm. but here is a picture of myself and my grandmother. <laughs> and you. You just happen <laughs> to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And so then Tara's just, like, sitting on the couch crying, eating cereal, and this is when Mary and Emma all of them enter. But, yeah, there is no conversation about having this party at Sookie's like, Sookie's never told. She doesn't get a phone call from Marianne and is like, oh, gotta keep it secret. Like, yeah, like, my ang- social anxiety, I'm like, this is not my house. Yeah. We cannot do this. We can go to Merlots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's the only other place to go. Right. And, yeah, they just end up having sex. Yeah, not a lot of things happen other than mm-hmm. they finally just hook up, which I feel like has been something that's built throughout the... Definitely. I guess 
end of season one. Yeah. <laughs> and all the way to now that they finally was able to fuck. Finally. And let me tell you, it was hot. Those muscles, though. Jeez. He's so rich. So, do you want to talk about Jason or do you want to talk about Eric and Lafayette? I think we should. I think we should talk about Lafayette. The whole church camp thing. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay, perfect. We'll get everything else out of the way. Mm-hmm. So Bill and Suki go to Dallas, mm-hmm. and while they are headed that way, Eric goes to see Lafayette, and is in the window, and is like, "Let me in, Lafayette. My blood will heal you." And Lafayette's like, "I don't think that's a good idea," mm-hmm. but he lets them in anyway, and he's feeding off of Eric arm oh i i hate those scenes yeah, me too like he's literally just like slopping it up oh. from his arm but eric like first of all don't leave your window like I you're know. right there he doesn't even need to get in he could have just reached in and just snatched oh. you um but he goes i could smell the infection yeah like which no. you need to go get that you need to go get that checked or i can help you so the bullet's still in lafayette yeah and his leg is rotting, and mm-hmm. Eric's just like, here you go, feed me. And he calls Bill while he's there. Oh, one of the things I did love that I was going to mention was when Eric said, you are of interest to, or Sookie cares about you. And like, you're important to Sookie, so that right. makes, that intrigues me. Right. He heals Lafayette, mm-hmm. and while he's there, he calls Bill and Sookie to talk about how Sookie was almost abducted. Mm-hmm. He was sent by the Fellowship of the Sun to come and pick up Sookie, and Bill and Eric are on the phone, and then Bill just shows up at this vampire hotel that they're staying at, where apparently a bottle of True Blood costs $47, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Just over lots. I love how petty he is. He goes, so petty. He, he goes, um... Why, pretty much like why you ordered I just ordered that just for you to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to drink it, Eric, but thank you. That's why we upgraded our room, too. Oh, yeah, because they originally had no bed, and Suki was like, mm, I need, need a bed. A bed. <laughs> and apparently just for fucking, because that's all they seem to be doing. Oh, I mean, what else do you do when your boyfriend's a vampire? And you finally, like, he doesn't have to go sleep on an arm. Right. Oh, yeah, I guess good point, because they're in this, like, nice hotel. Mm-hmm. It looks nice, and it's apparently, like, sealed from the sunshine. Very accommodating to vampires. They Very have people on the menu. Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorite scenes. Oh, we didn't even talk about Jessica oh, and, and the boys. How could we forget? Well, Eric and Bill are upset about Godric. They're going to try to find Godric. Eric's like, I love him. And Bill's like, I don't get it. And Eric's like, we have to save him. I know. And he's pretty much like, what is your obsession with this dude? He's just yeah. a sheriff. Like, he's just a sheriff. He's fine. He's more than that He to is Eric. more than that. But yeah, let's talk about Jessica and Hoy. Oh, I love Hoy. I take back everything I said in season one. I love Hoy. He's and so sweet. First off, again, another relationship that goes... Really fast. Yeah, so fast. Really fast. And they did. They had to do this on purpose where they were supposedly kissing, but she's crouched on top of him. Right. Really crazy. And that's when um, Bill and Sookie come home from Fantasia, and they're getting ready to go to Dallas. And they walk in on them, and <laughs> they break up whatever's happening, just like parents do. Of course. And I love that he goes... I'm not protecting, it's not her I'm protecting, son. Um, but he goes, do I have to throw you out of a window that is already closed? <laughs> and Suki's like, that's rude, Bill. That's rude. That's not nice. Everybody calm down. Um, um, but when he said that to Hoy about, like, 
it's you I'm protecting. He looks at Je- Hoyt goes to leave, and he looks at Jessica, Listen, and he goes, I, I don't believe you for a minute. Yeah, that's so sweet. So sweet. And then she goes, I haven't even kissed a boy. That's I would have been okay if that's all we did. I yeah. wasn't going to do anything else. And I'm like, you can't really judge what she does when you're not around, because you're not around. You're, around. you're too busy. And then she goes... I can't help it if when I get horny, my fangs come out. <laughs> and then she, like, giggles and runs upstairs. So cute. Mm. I love Hoyt and her. They're adorable. They're the best couple in this entire show. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Maybe they fizzle out. But, but it was very fast. Like, like they just came home from the bar and started making out. Or, he was going to teach her the Wii. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like they're so close in age. Right. And they have very similar backgrounds where they have both very controlling parents. Right. That... Once they're together, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. They have a lot of things that are in common, even right. though that hasn't been, like, revealed yet. But we've met his wretched mother. Oh, she's horrible. The worst. Miss Thorntonberry. Miss Thorntonberry. Yeah. And Jessica goes with them to Dallas, and while her and Sophia are up in the hotel room, because Bill and Eric are downstairs talking and drinking their true blood and gossiping about Godric, mm-hmm. there's the knock on the door, and Sophia's like, obviously answers it and there's a bellboy who comes in and he brings in this like young guy Mm -hmm. and jessica's like oh i ordered him and then we find out that the bellboy can hear sookie's thoughts and obviously sookie can hear his yeah she makes it such a big deal she's like you can hear my thoughts (laughs) yeah like she doesn't understand that she's not in a small town anymore right because that guy's like no 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 we're not gonna talk about it we're not gonna talk about it and she thinks, like, oh, we have to stick together. Like, we have to. Right. She's like, we're best friends. Yeah, literally we can, you right can now. do this, too. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't even know his name. It's Benny. Oh. I didn't know if you said it. <laughs> but she just gets so excited. Very overwhelming. She's so happy. She's just like, this is the best day of my life. I mean, I guess how isolated that would feel to just, like, be able to hear everybody, but nobody can hear you. Yeah, And then true. it just happens randomly. I'm sure that at first you're like, holy shit, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he did, like, verbally respond to her yeah. thoughts. Yeah, so that's how she knew. Right. But that was crazy. What a cliffhanger it left I know. the whole episode on. Yeah, that's how it ends, essentially, is... But we have to talk about Jason. We have to talk about Jason in this freaking church camp. Because I thought it was just two weeks long, and for some reason it's felt We've been here so for three months. Long. Yeah. Like, we're not leaving church yeah, camp. I know. But it turns into church camp um, to, like, boot camp for, like, leaders of the sun. Or yeah. This, he gets chosen to be a soldier of soldier the sun. Son. But we have to talk... We have to talk about how it opens where they yes. scare him. And let me tell you, the guy who jumps on top of him, I don't know if it's Luke or I think it's, it's Luke. Luke. Yeah. But that sounds like a voiceover of Bill's. Oh, that I was wondering. That voice yeah. sounds just like Bill's if Ooh, you go back creepy. and listen to it. And I don't know how he did it, but my favorite, one of my favorite lines other than I will throw you through a window that is currently closed <laughs> is... How's your nose? And he goes, what? And then he punches him in the face. Yeah. So he walks into the bunk and it looks like everyone's dead. And Jason is like jumped on. And this guy, Luke, is acting like a vampire. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with that. That nose thing. Because Luke is like, oh, something about your lips. Yeah, because he hit him. And then Jason's like, what about your nose? 
bam, yeah. and then starts like lecturing them. Yeah, a flip's switched. Right. He's and like, vampires are not a joke. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you were just doing B like five episodes. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of season one, you yeah. were fucked up. You so. were fucked up on B. Uh, and he, yeah, starts preaching about this, and yeah. it happened, and everybody's just like, okay, Jason. He's all about God. And then the next morning, they're talking about Lazarus, Cain. Oh, who's like the first, the first vampire. vampire. And, and Jason's like, Jesus. <laughs> I mean. Which he was making some good points. Very valid points. Mm-hmm. That's what communion is, where you're just drinking the blood of Jesus, and I got special powers. Mm-hmm. And then you think he's getting kicked out, but no. He gets to hang out with Revlin Newland. And they get to go vampire hunting, quote unquote, on an ATV. Through the through the woods. With a pop-up, like, shooting course while they're using paintball guns. Mm-hmm. And then the Reverend is, like, you know, talking about really going out and killing vampires and how exciting it must be to see them explode. And Jason's like, actually, it's more like a water balloon. Which is just the worst description I think of somebody uh, dying ever. Yeah, but it is so accurate. It's so accurate. They just like blip. They just burst. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. And Revlin, nope, Reverend Newland mm. and Anna Camp, Sarah, mm. uh, go back and oh, they're having that weirdly yes. <laughs> that barbecue. Yeah. Where it's weirdly sexual that she's serving them meat. The weird way she licked the Budweiser bottle and one of the slow mo scenes. Yeah. I was like, I'm not supposed to be seeing this. Yeah. I do love her uh, apron. It says no special rights for dead people. <laughs> and I love that. I mean, we gotta represent in your clothing. Right. Um, I just think that starts there a little. You could tell Jason has a crush. Oh yeah. But she's they're weird about Jason. I know he's like the special boy or whatever. Right. Or they're like golden. Chosen. Yeah. 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 And it's just weird. Like they want to fuck. Yeah. They want to fuck real bad. Yeah. And that's where they kind of starts. Right. Um there, there's possibly something going on there. Yeah. They go inside to eat and she puts like a bib on him to eat ribs. Yeah. And then she's like I think Jason was chosen by God to be here. And the Reverend's like, I think you're right. And then they, like, invite him to move in with them. Yeah, just just to move in and stay. And he yeah. goes back and he goes, Are you, I've been chosen for the, the leadership of the sun or whatever. It's the, the soldiers of the sun. Soldiers yeah. of the sun. Soldiers of the sun. And Luke is pissed again. Luke is like, well, we all want to be a soldier of the sun. And they've already chosen 14 people. So, like, where are you going to sleep? And Jason's like, um, at their house. Mm. And Luke is like, oh, so you can fuck Sarah. And then Jason defends her honor, which is really nice. Mm. And is like, she's not that kind of woman. Yeah. Which I thought was so sweet. But then she kind of is that she kind of woman. She kind of is that kind of woman. <laughs> like, to the T. Yeah. Kind of that, that kind of woman. Because when he moves in, she goes to check on him. And she's in this, like, weird, lacy nightgown. And, like, sitting on his bed. And is like, what are you nervous about? And he's like, I've never been in a place this nice before. Mm. And she's just like, well, if you need anything, we're down the hall behind the big double doors. And she always looks at him all, like, the whole time. Like, she wants to eat him. Yeah. Like, he's a snack. Mm-hmm. And she's going to eat him. Yes. Yes. And it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. And Sarah's like, you're our best soldier. Don't disappoint. But the way she kind of plays it off when he goes, well, why am I staying here? Right. Well, he goes, well, the bunk was already made for 14 and you're number 15. You're, the, you're our favorite. Yeah. And you get like, to stay. You have the most promise. Ugh. Do you think that that is because Jason is so easy to manipulate? Um, I think... Oh. 
I think not that he's is easy to manipulate. I feel like, oh, maybe. It's just that he has been, has shown the most promise. And I, I think he is maybe easily to manipulate. So like, yeah. Because he, from the time you see him, he goes, well, my sister's dating one, and right. they're not that bad of people, to now, just a few I can't wait to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. He's all about, like, ending it. And it's so interesting to see in the later episodes, because they talk about the Fellowship of the Sun, and then you see Jason at the Fellowship of the Sun. So I feel like sometime they're going to, like, cross paths. Definitely. With why Sookie's in Dallas, and then... Why Jason's in the camp. Yeah, because Sookie was supposed to be brought back to the church. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, are they kidnapping her to well, go see Jason? Well, I don't think he, Jason even knows. Oh, no, definitely not. I think they kidnapped her because that was part of the, they were part, she's like part of the party coming in. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. Just a lot happened. Maybe it's more exciting than we thought. I don't know. I feel like a lot happened, but I don't feel like it was a good episode. Like, yeah. I didn't really in, enjoy watching it. Yeah, like, by the time I went back, it's probably not one of my right. favorites. Right. Like, it was, a, like, stuff happened, but I'm not dying to watch it again. Yeah. I hope that the next episode is more, like, action-packed. <laughs> I think it's, I feel like it's, there's this build-up. Definitely. And I feel like there's just this build-up. It must be just, like, a little filler episode. Yeah. Just to get us, I understand it's for storyline and plot, but I, I guess, like, the last episode was one of my favorites. Like, I feel like the last one was so good, and I it watched it, good. and I was like, I want to watch it again. And this one was like, okay, what happens next? Oh, because, yeah, none of, like, that's something with, like, what really happened with right. the, the creature. I feel like right now we're not even talking about the big the plot, like, the, right. the storyline of the whole season, because the creature was just very weirdly introduced. Okay. Yeah, it's like, okay, we're going to slash Sookie, and then it's just, no one's going to know anything. I just feel like they're very slow on giving you information on Marianne. Yeah, she's been in here for so long. <laughs> and I feel like they're slowly kind of changing your viewpoint on her by making Tara start like, slowly re- realizing things and, like, being a little uncomfortable with her around right. her. And you can see that there's, like, she Tara doesn't want to tell her things because she's, like, not afraid of her, but I she's guess. Cautious. Yeah, but she's now starting to, like, back up, like, wait, this is normal. This is weird. Right. I'm no longer kind of fooled by the glitz or the glamour or the the wealth of it all. Right. I think she's trying to pull away and notice how harder that is than she seemed. Definitely. I think her going to Sookie's was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that she made that decision instead of staying with Marianne, you can definitely tell it's, like, wearing off. Mm-hmm. So but what's I- really funny is, so, when her and Marianne are talking, they're talking about how last night was the party. So then literally the next day was Tara's birthday party? Mm-hmm. Birthday wow. parties all the time. Well, they're better than I am. Mm-hmm. I take two days to recover now. I just feel like, yeah, she was good to see them. Like, she was happy to see them. Right. Um, because she was currently crying on her birthday yeah. and everybody else was busy. But I would feel like it was weird that you followed me there and, like, how you even knew where I was. Yeah. And you come bearing gifts and saying you've already contacted everyone in my life. And a huge cake and all of this, that, and the other. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. All right. So thank you guys for being very understanding. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No. I I feel like I'm ready for next episode. Me too. I'm ready to see what happens. Ready ready to watch it and see more about Godric and more about Dallas. I kind of like the scenic change of Dallas. Definitely. It's like a different kind of... Like, more of a fast-paced kind of 
showed you a different side of vampires in this small town. Yeah, um, I'm but, excited to see Benny. Oh, yeah. Hopefully you can find out. Maybe he knows what he is and so he can get some answers because I think that's what she's looking yeah, for. Yeah, definitely. But thank you guys for being understanding. I know we're a little late with this episode, but life happens, things happen, but we're here now. We're here now. And we'll be back uh, next Thursday yes. with uh, episode five.